It's Christmas time again, suckers, and that's where me, Maury Clawhammer, comes in. I'm here to show you how you can get brownie points with the family and friends and ensure that you have quality podcasts to listen to when you're supposed to be working. So, fellas, what you do is you go to the twotruefreaks.libsyn.com, spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, and then you shop through the Two True Freaks Amazon link. That way you get presents for your old lady and kids and the freaks get a little cut at no freaking cost to you. You get the stuff you want and ensure that fine Demonzacorp podcasts like this one don't have to steal from peaceful citizens just to put food in their yaps. Got it? And ladies. Oh, come on. Let's face it. There's no ladies listening to this sausage fest. And while you're at it, why don't you buy a t-shirt? They're made out of cotton, not dog crap. Jeez, whatever. Merry Christmas. Hello, two true freaks. Cobra Commander here with another email from one of your listeners. I'm not really sure how they're emailing me, but uh, whatever. It, it, here it is. Dear Cobra Commander, your recent appearances on the two true freaks family of podcasts has been greatly appreciated by this lister. Oh, I like this fellow already. Now, I was wondering if you had had a chance to listen to my latest podcast. Signed, Michael Bailey. <sighs> For the last time, Bailey, I'm not going to listen to any of your dozens of podcasts. We get it. You like to podcast. We're all relatively in agreement on this. Please stop contacting me! Ugh. Well, this turned into a bummer real fast, didn't it? Cobra Commander, out! Okay, let's get this show on the road, gang. Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell now with up to 57% more Michael Bailey. Hey everybody and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Welcome back to <laughs> Comics Monthly Monday, the latest podcast on the internet. <laughs> As we were supposed to be around last week. but Holy deja vu. I know. <laughs> I thought you meant the latest like, hey, up to date, like, hey, it's the <laughs> hippest, it's the nowest. 
We got racks and racks of the best on wax. Stacks and racks. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Michael Bailey. With me, as always, are my very good friends. Did I say that convincingly enough? My very good friends, Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I thought Scott was doing like you know the, the uh, Jacob Marley there for a second. <laughs> Jacob Van Gelder. <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> These chains. <laughs> there he goes. Old bastard. <laughs> Mankind was my business. <laughs> Oh, so Merry Christmas. Okay, this 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 finally, uh, I think this is it for Christmas. I think I'm yeah, about Christmased I, I, out at this point. Yeah, yeah this show is all is all whacked out too because this was supposed to come out last week, but and and you know if if I if we could get it edited fast enough, it's going to even come out before Monday. So it's not even going to be technically a Monday. We're just throwing everything <laughs> out the window before New Year's before we really tighten up our act and and yep. and get our shit together, get all our shit in one sock, as my friend Heiko's dad used to say, <laughs> and as my friend Tim's dad used to say, tell them to go pound salt in their ass. I don't. That doesn't apply here, but I just love that saying. I love it, and I never get to use it. It reminds me of something that my father said to me once that always stuck with me. He said, "Michael, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Smack words to live by. Yeah, <laughs> and so Michael makes eighteen thousand podcasts every week. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's my version of my my father never heard me sing or whatever that Gene Hackman <laughs> movie was called. <laughs> oh wow! So we it's going to be probably the shortest Comics Monthly Monday ever, too, unless we start yakking like we usually do. We're not. We're not- going to do this damn commentary, and we're going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Scott, why don't you tell oh, people what Scott? I got a list here of my eighteen freaking mood. Yeah, I got a list here of my eighteen favorite Christmas comics in alphabetical order, and I wanted to All go right, through them. Do, you feel free to cover that after I'm gone. And I was going to do a dramatic reading of the TT Swinging Christmas Carol. Mm. <laughs> oh, and I wrote. I, I totally rewrote the night before Christmas. With all sorts of comic book and Star Wars and Star Trek references in it too, and I have my slash, not my slash fiction, my yeah. fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, no, I have my fan fiction of the Nightmare on Elm Street before uh-huh. Christmas, where Freddy gets trapped in Christmas Town. I, I liked your Freudian slip better. Myself. I've got the, yeah, I've got the slash fi- fiction of the dentist elf in Yukon Cornelius. That, <laughs> that's guaranteed to ruin Christmas for anybody. Toys. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to make toys. I want to get plowed in the ass. Nothing. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. <laughs> that was pretty yeah, good, I want man. You to shut the fuck up and make toys. Is what I want you to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. <laughs> Herbie doesn't like to make toys. Maybe Herbie will like to walk out in down. the snow for the rest of his life. Herbie can go stand on the goddamn welfare cheese line. Hey, how be- Herbie can go pound salt in his ass. <laughs> Herbie likes to watch me in the shower. 
I've cut him four times. <laughs> he thinks I'm cute. <laughs> thinks I'm cute. Yes. All right. Come on. We had enough of this. Okay. It's time to get to the uh, the main. Okay, aspect. boys. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to. Uh, we're going to look at something of a, a modern holiday classic, I would call this. This is the uh, episode of Justice League Unlimited called Comfort and Joy. Actually, this was before Justice League Unlimited. This was in the second season of Justice League. Uh, that's right, yeah, because I had a bitch of a time trying to find it in my Justice League Unlimited DVDs. <laughs> All right, so I should have remembered that. Uh, don't feel bad. I have the, I reenacted that tonight when I was digging in my DVDs. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I know this is in this. And yeah, it turns out that you're right. It was Justice League, not Justice League Unlimited. I, uh... Right. I taped this off of TV the first time when I uh, when I was still taping things on my VCR. Uh, the night before I got married, it came on because Cartoon Network had this, and then they had the Batman holiday themed episode as well, which had uh, Harley and Ivy taking Bruce Wayne on a shopping trip, which was an oh, yeah. which was a pretty cool episode. So this oh, one has nice. a this one has a, a near and dear place in my heart because of that, you know, because I kind of associate it with my wedding, which is better than the other thing that I associate with my wedding is seeing the headline that we caught Saddam Hussein. So you, they associate <laughs> that with your wedding? Yeah, because when we Rachel and I drove back to the house to to get ready uh, the morning of the wedding, and there in the headline, Saddam Hussein caught. Hmm. So kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Dug him out of his spider hole on the day he got married. <laughs> it was even so, weirder when he showed up at the wedding. That was the bizarre part. Exactly. Well, he kind of showed up at the honeymoon because we were watching the South Park <laughs> oh. Christmas episode. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and this shows how fast they can get an episode mm-hmm. changed. Because they had Saddam Hussein at the end, and it was the... You know, the the I really want to outdo Fidel Castro's beard shot of Saddam from when they captured him. So that was kind of weird to see, like, five days after they exactly. captured him. It's just like, I was like, shit, they can get that thing knocked out pretty quick, can't they? <laughs> well, are we ready to get into this? Alrighty. All right. All right. So, uh, so this is good. Know. This is a... This is a... The, a first-time experiment. This is a, a first-time three-way experiment with a commentary, so hopefully we'll get the timing <laughs> all right and uh, and we'll all be on the same page here. Okay. We ready? Yep. So Who's cue up your us? DVDs, everybody, and we are all paused at uh, zero, zero at a black screen, so on the count of three. So here we go. One, two, three. And we got Bugs Bunny coming up. And we got two planets merging together. Then we got a close-up of a snow globe. Because <laughs> nothing says Christmas to me than two planets crashing into each other and two civilizations being annihilated. No, they're coming together. Wasn't this like that part Yoda's of that... House? <laughs> that looks like that? that's what my crotch looked like in high in college. 
Isn't this what they did in that Starlight, Starbright, Farthest Star I See Tonight, Justice, I mean, Legion of Superheroes story? It's kind of like that, yeah, but I don't, was it booger people in that one? I can't remember. <laughs> they, they did Not look crab. like they should be in, like, the, the grabby machine in Toy Story. <laughs> the claw. Claw. <laughs> the claw is our master. <laughs> Scott, you're doing a Jaja voice from, uh... Battle it out of Space Wars there. Freaky <laughs> man, like wow. And like wow. Hey, Flash, I want to be holding that shit in your mouth. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Turn it on and just sizzles. <laughs> yeah, su super invincibility now. towards like radioactivity is not one of his powers, as <laughs> last I checked. Of course, maybe it was really only in his what? mouth for like a microsecond. But he, what is uh, this like? Deleted scenes from Black Hole. Didn't that <laughs> thing kind of look like the robot from Black Hole there for a second? No, now the whole uh, planet looks like the Death Star there for a second. Yeah, I was oh. just thinking that. <laughs> no, we need to cut to a reaction shot of Admiral Akbar going, The Death Star does have a strong <laughs> defense mechanism. <laughs> no, we need to. Does just... anybody have some funny stories to tell? <laughs> I near Bib. The Nomitians are oh. sending us Hey guys, I, I got them on my cell phone. They say fuck off. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, that this segment's really short though. Yeah, because you well, it was just set, setting it up that it's set up. Yeah. So I mean, I, I was gonna say there's not really much of a use for it except for getting that the, these two characters. Together, you know. Right. Yeah. What I, what I want is the reaction shot of Flash going. They're totally going off to do it. Aren't they? <laughs> right now, Flash is going. Guys, my gums feel weird. They're like tingly. I. Whoa. <laughs> we'll have to do they start swelling that. up. You know, it's kind of funny because the the uh, the Green Lantern Hot Girl portion of this is it, it really doesn't hold my interest all that much, but. I have a hard time deciding whether I like the Superman Martian Manhunter aspect or the Flash one, because the Flash one's just awesome. I have to say that this may very likely be my favorite Flash story ever. And it's weird, too, because it's not even so much the Flash in it that I like, it's the ultra-humanite. Yeah, now, played you, by. Who is it played by? I was just going to ask you. Um, he was on a soap opera for years. What was his name? Ian something... He was in an episode of the Flash television series when all the criminals were coming to town to steal from that museum. Uh, he's a British guy. He was on All My Children for years. He sounds uh, but like... He is. He's not the guy that played uh, John Jacob Astor in Titanic, is he? No. No. Okay. You see, I thought it might be the same voice actor who played the brain in Pinky and the Brain. Because they sound like... No, that like would be Maurice LaMarche. They sound like they're doing that same sort of... Um, Orson Welles, you know, the super smart Orson Welles sort of persona. Green Lantern is into extreme sports. Yeah, yeah. Rad. See, I like this part, though, because Green Lantern was one of the few characters on this show that I was very hit and miss with, you know, very hot and cold on, but I like him in this episode. Oh, I loved Green Lantern in the, the series, and, and the romance between these two characters was one of my favorite parts of it. Yeah, yeah, I like where that went. Uh, because it, it was just fun. It was just, 
and it was dramatic and when they finally got together only to be ripped apart it was just that's clever it was just really cool this? i liked it yeah it's just really funny to consider that the guy that got his head it's blown off by john travolta in pulp fiction is the voice right. of uh is the voice of Green Lantern. Oh, really? I I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only human being alive that has not seen that movie. The Ultra Humanite was played by Ian Buchanan, uh, is, the, is the actor's name. What would we know him from besides that soap opera you were talking about? Is he in, in anything? He was Sherlock Holmes on Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Stop, Scott wouldn't know that. No. Um, he has just a bunch of little bit parts. He was Dick Tremaine in Twin Peaks. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. But I love, I love his voice in this. I like his, his characterization in this. Oh, I love... You know, it's funny because he's a Superman villain and now more associated with the Justice Society. But in this, he's just kind of an erudite snob. Right. But I love the, I love the way he's portrayed in this, though. It's perfect. But I just love the fact that these kids are excited to see the Flash. Right, yeah. See, I don't know. It's total. It's totally like it's Howard the Duck. It's Howard the Duck from the '80s movie version of Howard the Duck. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum played the Flash to perfection in this series. I really liked yes. it. The, the best episode he had, though, with that was when he and Clancy Brown. Yes. Um, which is funny because Lex Luthor and Lex Luthor switch places. Please. I That's true. Rock, yeah. Wait, now, what what year was this made? Was this made before that Schwarzenegger one where he goes after the toy? Because it really. No, this make, was made after that. It, it sort of puts that to shame by like having that as a, you know, there's three storylines going on in a twenty some minute cartoon, and there's probably more to that that story. Yes, but I, I do have one thing to say. Hey, Clark, I'm glad you got your glasses on and. And you're in your Clark Kent outfit, and you're trying to hide your identity from everybody. So, do you think that the Martian could have like changed his appearance too? I hope I'm not intruding. I love this line. Clark was most insistent I join you for the holiday. My name is Jean. Jean Picard. Oh, we're no strangers to aliens. Oh, we're no no strangers to aliens. I love that that line. I know it's awesome. It's totally the Ken. Although, really, you'd really go. He goes, "I'm a Martian." It's like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) The orange eyes were a dead giveaway, (laughs) dude. The green skin. Now, what is the name of this little this little guy that's on the bed? Because this is a nod to the old uh, House of Mystery comics that that Martian Manhunter spun out of. But I can never remember the name of that little alien guy. Do you know what his name is, Mike? Uh, not off the top of my head. What? Is, oh God, what is his name? Yeah. Uh, the Backstreet Boys. That that's an odd. It looks Disney-esque, actually. Yeah. You're streaky. Something's wrong streaky with that cat. cat, man. It's streaky. Streaky the super cat. Streaky the super cat's like out of proportion. It's, it's just weird looking. <laughs> Dude, the most epic snowball fight ever. Well, I, li- I like how they have this storyline, which is just sheer, basically just fight and fun. To to whenever it gets treacly and you know sentimental, right. they can just go kaboom. Hey, people are fighting, and it works really good. It keeps 
keeps it moving and keeps it from getting too too sentimental, you know? Right. It's got a little bit I, everything. I, I I have to agree with Mike though. This is my least favorite segment, but I do like it. And I'm I'm yeah, just glad that it's to? you know. I, know. I still don't get that whole say, obsession with oh, the I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I say that as Although, in I like everything, Thanagar, but if I had to pick a least favorite battle, segment, I may never get home, this would be it. Yeah, well, yeah. this segment definitely has the least to it. You, you know, this is it. just two people who are, you know, sort of flirting with each other and mm -hmm. and enjoying enjoying Christmas in their own friend. way. Try me. You know, hey, hey, whatever. But Scott, it doesn't have a moral to it. Scott, do either of your kids watch The Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah, I think they do from time to time. The mother on that show is Hawk Girl. Oh, okay. I'll have to pay attention to that next time. Yeah, once you once you know that, you can't unhear it. So. See, I like that right there. I like that the the people of of Central City in this part, you know, they just embrace Flash as like one of their own. But there's not a whole lot of hero worship. You know, he's just like the hometown boy. I kind of like that. Yeah, they're just oh, like, hey, Flash is here. Yeah. The episode with uh, where they had the Flash Museum, where Batman and Orion team up with Flash in like one of the best issues of Brave and the Bold ever animated. You're absolutely right. He's just a fixture. Right. That's it. Oh, I love this. Right to the source. I like the very stereotyped <laughs> Asian toy maker guy in this part. That is Robert Ito, Canadian-born uh, actor who was on an episode of Star Trek Voyager. They named him Mr. Hama. I wonder if it's a Larry Hama. Yeah, I was wondering about that too, actually. It doesn't seem like that, that this would be. It, is it Larry Hama? Well, he probably has worked for DC too, right? No, sure. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Oh, here, com here comes one of my favorite parts. <laughs> it's definitely the Superman uh, story in this that I, I that I like best. Although I really like the Flash and. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't come to think of it. I don't know that I could say that because the way this ends with the Flash and, and the Ultra Humanite, it, it's it's you know it's sure it's like super cheesy, but it, it's it chokes me up a little. It's believable. Bit. It's totally yeah. believable. I don't know much about the Ultra. I don't know anything about the Ultra Human Humanite, but the just from his character, from what you get from sure here, you get the the impression that he's. I can grow into incredibly a... smart but insane. So insane people will be like, okay, well, I'll be nice to kids and go back to jail now, you know? Glad they <laughs> went to Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wonder if the jagged design on that sweater was a, was a nod to the Charlie Brown. Uh... It totally, now, did it's you a, notice it's uh, a totally what's Charlie right Brown. there, that alien that just flew by? What's that What's that gangster? And the one that goes, meh, meh, all the time. Oh, what, oh God, Edward, what is this? Edgar G. Jamie. Robinson? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That alien had an Edgar G. Robinson head. Did yeah, you yeah. notice that? Well, they had a Thor-looking guy walking by there, too. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the show Mantis when it was on? It was the exoskeleton. Yeah, I remember it. I, I may have caught an episode or two of it. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the voice of Martian Manhunter on this series. 
the voice cast for this series was just excellent. I, I'm a big fan of Tim Daly, but George Newbern really fits this Superman. And and I know they're supposed to be the same Superman, but there's kind of a difference between the two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Hawkgirl's idea of a good time is to get ripped and start a bar fight. Well, that's the great thing about space is it's a space drink, so you don't know if it's just weird tasting or if it's actually going to get you wasted. You don't know. So there can actually be alcohol drink. You see, it's, it's actually fermented worms. And there's Satan dancing just over his shoulder. That's uh, I saw that. A little, uh, <laughs> I was about to say. Makes me a little uneasy. You bitch. <laughs> you should smash her right in the head with it. What? <laughs> huh? Why did he just hit Chameleon Boy? I don't know, but all these people are gifted, gifted, experienced fighters because there's nobody with like broken legs or concussions or anything. They're all just sort of like, they all get a nice, good natured fight. I always love that. It's always <laughs> nice amusing. Rage touch there. How come people never wow. in reality ever sure like blow up the museum place. to go steal Actually, stuff? I hadn't even started. Do you believe the horrendous amount of public funding spent on this so-called art? You know, I gotta agree with Ultra Humanite in this scene. That art sucks. <laughs> I thought it was like the wreckage from his uh, explosion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's 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 like modern art exhibit, and I gotta agree with him. You know, the public funds should not go for crap like that. It's an outrage, yeah. If you, if you can't make it on your own as an artist, don't expect the, the public to fund your crap. Oh, that was a nice commercial break. <laughs> and we're back. Right the frizzies at 11. Ultra, Ultra Humanoid's got a little bit of penis head going on, but he also looks like the brain <laughs> creatures from Robotron, the old Robotron game. He's got scrote head is what he's yeah, got. Yeah, he does. Got, would it be scrote head or... Oh, it would be scrote head with the little veins on it, I Sack guess. head. <gasps> Not DJ Rubber Ducky! Oh, you bastard! Broke your toy. He knows all the fly moves. Bad monkey, really bad, bad. It paltry bit of plastic and crude electronics. See, They'd it would have been... been they, they didn't go for the obvious route of him Voltaire. like going, I was Don't an orphan once, I was an orphan once, too. And that awful feeling when you didn't get it? I yes. like this line where he goes, yes, and I usually have you and your teammates to... Yeah, I think that's a great line. There's a... I mean, it's a very well-written episode here. Well, I'm wondering, like... It's funny, is when I... The first time I watched this, I'm like, Oh, they patterned him after Orson Welles, but no, I think they patterned him a little bit after... Um, what's his name from, uh... Frasier. From, Cheers and the Frasier show. More like more like his brother. Yes, yes. Niles. Who actually I always thought the the guy who played Niles would make an excellent Wesley Dodd Sandler. He he could have been like the he's like the British Peter Scolari or something, you know, or the You'll be happy to know, Flash, that your words did not fall on deaf ears. Where am I appreciate the sentiment behind them and therefore call a truce in honor of the season. Seriously? I am so you highly intelligent that I've decided not friends. to wear pants for I'm the rest of my life. It too. It's not gonna blow up or anything. He is a bit of a leather boy though. Look at those suspenders he's okay. wearing. Yeah. Got studs. But why did you hit me? 
Macho, macho gorilla. I like his voice. He's got a great voice for this. Oh, yeah. It's not at all what I would have imagined that the ultra humanite sounds like, but now he's totally going to be the voice I hear in my head whenever I read an ultra humanite story. Well, the strength of this ultra humanite was. This, is was, a, this was a little creepy to me. Oh, I'll just. Uh, there's one part here where he does the total, like, creepy leave in the room Lead. where he just goes. Lead. Right here. right here he goes, I'll just back out through here. Okay, the only problem with that is, that, you know, I like that scene and everything, but come on, Superman's got like 55,000 different senses where he could know yeah, that but the he's play, he's just play, He likes the game. He likes the, you know, he's not, he doesn't really want to know. He just likes that, you know, he's just checking that, you know, he's going through the, hi, creepy man. Hi. <laughs> Hey everybody, how you doing? I just got done beating my wife. That was uh, that was Doctor Occult there in the diner, wasn't it? <laughs> a little bit. I like the fact that he wears not so much a scarf but an ascot. All he needs is a Great Dane. Uh oh. I know this part is is very cute. I like this. It's cute. Well, it lucky, great... lucky Dad doesn't come out with the shotgun though. <laughs> This has a what this the has hell? A great, this has a great Justice League International. Yes, one. yes, it does with the with the Oreos. Yeah, yeah like, there you go. Yep, I like that. Mm. What in the wide wide world of sports? <laughs> How Johnson is right. Some fat redneck in his living room watching like the late show and a green arm comes down this <laughs> chimney and gives him a stroke right there on the spot i ain't drinking that moonshine no more and he falls to his knees dear jesus i repent all my sins in this world i saw santa claus he had a green arm santa claus was an alien wake up america <laughs> Oh, not back to this again. <laughs> I like how they have uh, space Ow. disco balls. Why now, isn't, are you like, losing this fight? You're well, a Green Lantern, you pussy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Isn't a Green Lantern in, in a bar like this, isn't that like having a state trooper there in space? Like a space... And that... that that guy he was just fighting had like a bad rash or something. He had a lot of like <laughs> weird like There, look at that. He's he needs some ointment or something. Ow. He's got he worse. He knows the heartbreak of psoriasis. Yeah, he's got worse problems in alcoholism going on there. Well, I was I thinking win. too at the end of this episode, oh, on, I think I they should the wake beer. up the next day and realize they're stranded the on that planet for the rest of their <laughs> lives because while they were sleeping it off, his hey, power kids, ring ran out of batteries. And it's Abe Lincoln. It's Freaky the Snowman. I love that line. <laughs> Along with my special helper, Freaky the Snowman. Just give them the He's an abomination, kids. <laughs> he looks like Hyde from uh, from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Brain the size of a planet, and they put me in a stupid hat and a bondage outfit. That DJ Rubber Ducky. He sounds weird. Shut up, kid. had just received a beautiful toy nutcracker from her godfather, the mysterious Herr Drosselmeyer. Well. An improvement, wouldn't you say? Hair I kind of liked it when he made the poopy noise. That night, as Clara slept, <laughs> you would, jackass. <laughs> came alive to lead 
But this is good too. Aww. Aww. They're buddies now. There's buddies now. Only one of them is going to participate in anal rape later. I have a feeling not many really people are out. going to try I to anally rape the ultra humanoid. Jesus, you guys! <laughs> sure, but I thought you might like some holiday cheer yourself. <laughs> An aluminum Christmas tree. You know, when we I offend know, Scott, kind of cheesy, but an angel no, gets no. its wing. <laughs> <laughs> An angel gets his wings pulled nice. off. <laughs> Children can actually listen to, for God's sakes. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, it's an easy setup for a prison joke. Come on. I like this part. Pretty soon it starts... Stop it! <laughs> it starts projecting like Lex Luthor and Otis playing chess. <laughs> Chris with this with the obscured reference yeah. nice. that was good aww they're all pals now look at that Merry Christmas John oh, oh I think I busted my jaw <laughs> and now the Martian Manhunter as much as I love this and I like the the way this wraps up, I think it would be absolutely awesome if they cut to the the final scene in this and he was actually eating the cat. <laughs> oh, 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 it's a, okay. The, the prison rape joke was bad, but let's have the Martian Manhunter eat an animal. <laughs> yeah, that cat that cat doesn't have normal cat proportions. He's got. He looks kind of like. He looks kind of like a chupacabra, actually. <laughs> they should look into where they got that cat. Well, what happened is, is that Supergirl went to Mexico and thought yeah. she found it. It's, re it's really a diseased sewer rat. Yeah, with no, with the hair fell off it or something. I really like that. Episode. I do too. Yes. Based on the DC Comics characters, we got to say these characters were created by something, someone legally, and now the rest of the credits. <laughs> I never really warmed to this theme song or the, the the opening, you know, the the Justice League theme, uh, even when they did it, you know, kind of cock rock style for Justice League Unlimited, which I know Scott hated. I warmed to that one a lot more than I warmed to the one we, that we just heard. Um, but yeah, after uh, after the the Superman or after the Batman Superman oh, adventures, yes. you know, it, it just uh, you know, yeah, I didn't think anything was as strong as as those themes. That was like the last truly great one. I thought. Are you seeing Flash and Hot Girl right now, Scott? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys on your uh, DVD menu? DVD, yeah. yeah. Your menu screens. Well, here's my thought for the coming year. I know that we've talked, you know, we've we've bandied about the idea of uh, of some sort of Superman animated um, podcast. I, I think we should uh, we should do an episode or two covering the Fleischer stuff, mm -hmm. and then we should jump straight to Superman the animated series. You don't want to cover the Ruby Spear stuff? Um, I'm, I could maybe. I could maybe be persuaded to do that. I mean, you know, you know, the filmation stuff would yeah. probably be kind of dumb fun, but with, yeah. but with the, uh, <laughs> I guess not, but with the Ruby Spears, it's only thirteen episodes. 
so it's kind of short run. Right. And two, you have the Kent Family album. Yeah. Which is either really good or rife for comedic picking. So mm-hmm. now the, you know, I'm, I'm up for, well, <laughs> you guys don't have to twist my arm too hard to get me to talk about Superman. Right. So. <laughs> Neither do I mean, you. I'm, I'm I'm good for all I'm I'm good for all of it because the only the only Superman cartoons I've really seen are the Fleischer ones, so a lot of this will be new stuff to me, which will be awesome because I've always wanted to watch all that stuff. I've just never had the time. All the I'm interested in seeing all the basically the especially you know post '80s um, comic adaptations or you know uh, cartoon shows where they started doing them. If not all right, at least mostly in the right direction, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, even interested in the 70s cheesy stuff, you know, the super friendy sort of stuff. I can still watch that stuff and appreciate it on on that level. But the stuff like this, you know, where that we just watched, where they take the material the material seriously, or you know, as seriously as you take that material, but they, you know, they don't. It's not approached well, as trash, you know? If you haven't watched all of Justice League, it really is better to start with Superman. Right. Because Superman, you know, as great as Batman the Animated Series is, and mm-hmm. I will recommend... And I've seen a few especially, of those. Especially when they went to the kids' WB, where that show just took off and got even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and had only one episode I didn't like. With Superman is where they started laying the groundwork For of Justice other superheroes. Yeah. yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. you had Aquaman, you had the Flash, um, you had a couple team ups with Batman, and that Batman World's Finest, Superman World's Finest movie is just excellent, mm-hmm. and probably one of the greatest team ups of those two characters in in their first meetings. But if you want. The thing about uh, you know watching Justice League is if you haven't seen certain episodes of Superman the animated series when you get to the season premiere of season 2 and you see Superman's beef with Darkseid where he's starting a fight on the satellite you know you don't really get the emotional background of that mm-hmm. cuz Superman the animated series ended on a really dark note yeah it did uh in a good way because it left the door open for a potential other one, but that was kind of an interesting way to leave things. So when Justice League came along, you saw the resolution of that. And But to me, and, and, and I, I probably have said this on this show, and I know I've said it on other shows, what we just watched is part of a series that I consider to be the most pure and best adaptation of the dc universe ever yep i completely agree you know it distills everything that is cool about the dcu in one animated series and you know yeah they chose john stewart for politically correct reasons but he turned out to be a great character so it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know he works better than hal jordan Mm -hmm. Uh, probably would have worked better than Kyle which hurts me to say. Well see my 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 idea was to eventually cover this. But I think in order to cover this you need to start with the foundation of Superman mm-hmm. the animated series. So I would like to give like almost you know being honest here I, almost cursory coverage to 
um, the Fleischer cartoons because I think they're actually, you know, I think a, a good argument could be made that they're the foundation stone of Superman the animated series. Oh, definitely. And then go straight from the Fleischer stuff into Superman the animated series and then eventually into Justice League because I, I like the idea of bringing Chris in as, you know, someone who's the not. Neo fight. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great dynamic in, in which to, you know, examine this, you know, these shows and, and that series. So, uh, yeah, and I'm actually and, excited about and that. I'll, yeah, and I got like two walking cy- encyclopedias here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between Scott and I, we could probably answer any question you have. I'm I'm very excited about uh, the next year and all the the extra new stuff that we're gonna try to try to pump out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, quite exciting! I'm just ex- excited in podcasting in general. I mean, you know, here we're gonna be covering stuff like this. You know, on Tales, Scott and I are gonna get into Crisis, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't normally plug my other stuff all that much here, but just with, you know, covering the death and return of Superman on from crisis to crisis, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a good year for me as a podcaster. <laughs> and I get to share it with you guys. Oh, kind of the point of podcasting. I would, I would hope. <laughs> Except if you have a few things to say about Superman. <laughs> Why, is that some sort of private subscription-only podcast? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Do you ever find yourself going to Amazon.com and uh, buying some record or movie or some stupid thing that two true freaks have been talking about so that you can catch up on it or you've been reminded of it or something? Well, now, how about this? Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to twotruefreaks.libsyn.com and follow our link to Amazon.com. When you do that, if you buy something over at Amazon, we get a little cut out of it, which is awesome because we love money, and it won't cost you a thing. Did you know you can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows. That's right. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.libsyn.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Join our forum at forumforgeeks.com where you can discuss all of the shows on our feed with us and your fellow listeners. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. And hey, you can friend me, Scott Gardner, on Facebook too. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can friend me on Facebook too, if you can find me. Now available... 
Two True Freaks t-shirts. See our website for details. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Two True Freaks has been brought to you today by Damanzo Corps of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.